Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News Shooting up your butthole The Weekly Planet, The Weekly Planet Welcome everyone to another episode of The Weekly Planet Official podcast of Comic Book Movie My name is James, your name is Mason Correct Both of us are doing this podcast You know we're doing this podcast uh, Did I say official podcast? You did, official, Good. yeah Okay, now this so You've got some sort of complex, I think <laughs> We know it's the official podcast, it's fine it says it on the thing. It says it on the thing, exactly, yeah. yeah. How was your uh, your Christmas, Mason? Pretty great. Yeah? You can see I'm still wearing my Christmas hat. You are hat. wearing your Christmas hat. Yep. It's, it's by the way, it's uh, December 30th. <laughs> yeah, it sure is. I've been wearing this a long time. I've been in a gutter for like four days. I had a really good Christmas. We're actually recording this on uh, Christmas night. We escaped our family and friends. Correct. To sit in this room again. Absolutely, because we love it. We love the featureless walls. We love the humidity. What's not to love? Mm. Did you get anything interesting for Christmas that you can tell me, all no. the listeners? No. I was going to ask you if you got any kind of. I wrote some things here that I got. Culturally, kind of things. <laughs> sure. Are I they got... real things or are they fake things? They're real things. Okay. I asked for the Lego Marvel game. Yep, I... the video game. Okay. I did not get it. Because oh. the funny thing is, I asked for stuff and people are like, yeah, you know what? It's. I don't like that. I'm going to get you something else. But you know what? I don't want something else. No, you want exactly that thing. The thing that I said. Yeah, everything else is a waste, surely. But the other thing is, though, like, I don't know about you. Well, I know this for a fact about you. We're at a point in our lives where we can just buy anything. Exactly. We have that, we have real adult money. <laughs> yeah. yeah I've, so, I've reached that point, yeah. I mean, too, I mean, obviously, within reason. No. <laughs> You've seen my chest of, of Nazi gold, right? Your chest of Nazi gold, and I've seen your chest of jetpacks. Yes, yeah, exactly. The one leads on to the other. You get the Nazi gold, then you get the jetpacks, and then you get the women. That's right. That's how it works. I got a book. Who's that guy in the jetpack? He's dreamy. <laughs> He's just throwing out Krugerrands to the crowd. He's so intriguing. Uh, I got a book. Got I, a got, I got a couple of books. One was, do you know Ian McEwan? No. My favourite author. No. One of my favourites. Is he like Ewan McGregor? Uh, no. Okay. I mean, no. I got no interest. Continue. <laughs> okay. I got some clothes. A slinky. What? All right. They still make those? Apparently. Huh. And then a kid it broke it. It's a really, it was a really good metal one. And then uh-huh. a kid broke it immediately. Like a kid in your immediate family? Or did you go yeah. out? Did you go out into the street and you're like, you're slinking it off like a gutter. And it's just a kid in a Baker Boy hat. It was like, hey, mister, can I take a look at your slinky? And you're like, where's the Harmon snap? <laughs> broken. Yeah. That was pretty much what happened though. Mm. But it was like one of those books, you know, those books that are like, 
enhancing your spirit. I can't remember what exactly it's called, but it's like enhancing your spirit, a guide to light. What? Yeah, some shit like that. Like I'm ever gonna read that. Well, I mean, you're related to a lot of witches, aren't you? So that would explain. <laughs> you know, it's all like maybe you're not happy with yourself, or maybe you could, you know, be the best. Live. You know what you do? You burn it in front of them. You don't break eye contact. You just put it, if there's a candle on the table, Christmas lunch, you just stick it in right in that candle. You don't say anything. You don't bring it up. You don't say, this isn't a good present. Because the fire implies that it's the a bad present. The fire implies it, yeah. 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 Now, because we are recording this on Christmas Day, and this yeah. is going out, I think, maybe after New Year's. I don't maybe. know. Maybe. Uh, if only there was some way we could count days. I know. Into the future. Oh, well. Mm. No time now. I got a calendar as well. They have two calendars. Are they are they themed? Are they? I never look at calendars. Are they pop culturally themed? One's like of the world, <laughs> and the other one I think is like a Superman calendar. Okay, right. But Superman goes around the world. He <laughs> sure does. Yeah. Anyway, so no news this week because obviously we don't know what news there is. Maybe there's some amazing news that we don't know about yet because we're from the past. But you know what? We totally called it. If there was, <laughs> we did. Yeah, we absolutely did. But what we are going to talk about this this week? Uh, recording it early because I'm gonna I'm gonna be away and you're gonna be. Did we decide that you were dead? Yeah, I'm gonna be dead. I think. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go into cryogenic suspension and just save that week. It's gonna be really <laughs> good. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're gonna talk the blockbusters of the year. Now uh-huh. we've already talked about the big comic book movies of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's episode eight of this show. Uh-huh. If you want to go back and listen to it, Mason. I don't like the sound of my own voice, but uh, hypothetically, theoretically, I could do that if Absolutely I wanted to. It's still could. there on the iTunes. Yeah. So basically, we're gonna go through all the big movies, all the movies that were supposed to be big movies. We're going to use our classic rating system. Why not? Absolutely. Best movie ever or worst movie ever. Yep. No, no, no in between. Why yeah. would you? A few of these I was looking through and, up, through and I'm like, oh man, I could really middle ground a lot of these. Uh-huh. But you can't do it. Can't do it. This is the cross for your own back, mate. <laughs> We're going to start with, uh, I haven't seen a lot of movies either. You? No. Good. You, you know my track record at this point. You've seen like three movies. Yep. <laughs> okay. Let's start with Gangster Squad. Didn't see it. Me neither. But the yes. good news is... Aside from what an amazing way to start. Yep, fantastic. I've got one piece of trivia for each movie. Ooh. Because I can't do more than one because there's a lot of movies. Great, okay. Do you want to hear this? Yes. Sean Penn went through three hours of makeup each morning for whatever character he played. <laughs> Probably Bugsy or Al Capone. Or are they, are they, is this based on a, is this based on true events? I have no idea. I think right. it might be. Who else is in that? Is Sean Gosling? In that? No. Gosling's in it. Okay. The Goose. Yep. Uh, there's a stack of actually pretty famous people, but apparently it's just a middling kind of gangster movie. Josh Brolin's in it. Huh. Guy mm. Pierce Is Guy Pierce in it? I think you're thinking of The Time Machine. I'm thinking of The Time Machine. <laughs> yep, that's true. Yeah, you might, you know what, he probably is, I don't know. Yep. That being said, I'm going to name it Worst Movie Ever because I didn't see it, because I think if I would have gone out to see it, then it would have been worth seeing. Good point. That is perfect <laughs> logic. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Best Movie Ever. Because I remember the poster and got lot of, lots of nice suits on. They do have lots of nice suits. And I'm, I'm a fan of that. It looks very technicolor, didn't it? Mm. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Anyway. Well, we've split the vote now, haven't we? We sure have. Yeah, boy. What well, a way to this, start. this is a controversial episode <laughs> so far. Hansel and Greta Witch Hunters. Did you see that one? No, why would I? Do you want to hear the fact or do you want me to tell you what I think of that movie first? Uh, give me the fact first. Sure. Adam McKay, who was a producer, he um, directed Anchorman and yep. a bunch of other stuff. He said this in 2010. He directed... Hansel and Gretel. No, producer. Oh, okay, right. He said this in 2000... I'm not listening. <laughs> it's very late. It is. Yeah. It is, he said it's sort of a hi- sort of a hybrid sort of old... No, sorry. Start again. It's a hybrid sort of old-timey feeling, yet there's pump-action shotguns. Modern technology, but in an old style. We heard it and we were like, 
That's a freaking franchise. You could make three out of those. Fantastic. Well, that's, yeah. <laughs> not that it sounds entertaining or... Look, I saw it. It's okay. You could definitely not make a franchise out of it. They should have learned from Van Helsing. Absolutely. They should yeah. have, yeah. It's not a lot of, you know, it's just like mythological creatures and, and you know, shotguns that shoot stakes and whatever. Absolutely. And is there, is it like Van Helsing in that the first ten minutes is really good? Yeah, you know what? It's got a pretty intriguing premise because it's Hansel and Gretel where they escape and they grow up and they become witch hunters. Uh-huh. And um, Hansel's, um, what is he, diabetic because of all the food that he ate. Uh-huh, yeah, okay. Yep. And it's a pretty interesting premise. And there's actually a lot of gore and there's actually a lot of swearing. It's like an R-rated movie. Well, I'm against it now. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Not for the kids. No, certainly not. But you know what? I would give it a middling rating. Uh-huh. But, boys movie ever. There you go. Because I watched it, I think... At home, and I don't think I finished it. Or I did finish it. Can't remember, though. Can't Doesn't remember. Matter. Fantastic. Yeah. I'm going to give it... It's got two Bond girls in it. Oh, best Bamka movie. Jackson. And Gemma Arterton. And Gemma Amputin. Best movie ever. Gemma Amputee. And the old, old legless Gemma Ray. That's the Good one. On last Stand. Did you see The Last Stand with Schwarzenegger? No. You're three for three. Yeah. <laughs> do you think I could... How many movies do you think there are there? If you had to guess, how many in that list? Well, there's a few, but I would say... I'm going to give you eight. I'm going to say eight. That I have seen? Have seen. Really? Yeah. Maybe. Wow. Well, that's because we, went, we did all the comic book movies already. Mm. So I, I'm taking all those out. Okay. Maybe I'm being a bit generous. I think you're being incredibly generous. Yeah. I reckon I can go zero for whatever <laughs> number you've put there. Oh, Schwarzenegger. I think I'm also a good enough actor that even if I have seen a film, I can fake it. All right. But I haven't seen it. I want you to do that at one point. Okay, cool. Trick me. All right. Using trickery. <laughs> uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's first lead role since Terminator 3. He's <laughs> popped up in various pieces. He was being a terrible governor for a lot of those years. Uh-huh. Um, and now he's back and would you worse say than he's ever. Back. <laughs> I nice. would say. He said he'd be back. And he now did. he's back. Yeah. Do you think there were a lot of headlines to that effect? Oh, like definitely. the Hollywood Reporter or whatever? He's back. Yeah. Great. God, he, he's, um, he's certainly not what he used to be. And I know age makes fools of us all. Mm-hmm. Or is that time that makes fools of, of it all? Or is it being pantsed makes fools it's of it all? It's really being pantsed. It's being pantsed when the big game is on, you know? I thought and you're like, they're finally going to give me a shot on the field. They put, put me in, coach. And the coach is like, oh, well, what is the rest of it? And the, the jock's like, yeah, put him put him in the, put him him in on the field. And you're like, yeah, I'm out. And then they pants you. You know? Fools of us all. Yep. Yeah, I would say this is the cinematic equivalent of Arnold Schwarzenegger being pantsed. Even though it's not that bad, it's just not that good. There's some interesting car stuff in it. Car stuff? Like, there's a fast car in it that's, like, faster than a jet. And it's, like, a real car. And if you like Is cars, that a plot point? Yeah. Does somebody steal the fast yeah, car? Yeah, like, the guy's trying to cross the border, and they're going through Schwarzenegger's town, and he's like, not on my watch. Hmm. And Johnny Knoxville's like, woohoo! Oh, Johnny Knoxville's in this. Of course he is. Mm. Worst movie ever. I agree. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's good as I like him. Yeah. I haven't seen Bad Grandpa yet. I want to see mm. that, actually. Um, is there is there a lot of CGI car stars? No, it doesn't seem to be. Mm. There's a little bit. Yeah. But no, not as much as you'd think. Have you seen that James Bond film? Yes. Where? No. I think it's Man with the Golden Gun, mm. where they drive a car off a, off a, a, a bridge. It's yes. It's a collapsed bridge, and they corkscrew it in the air, and then they land it. Yeah. That's amazing. I know, right? All CGI. No. No. <laughs> incorrect. Real. Yeah, it's from like the 70s But or I whatever. guess that's yeah. the pinnacle of... That is the pinnacle of practical stunt work. Like, yeah, there's not, I guess so. You can't really go any further than no, that. No, you can't. Even if we, they did it again, I'd be like, well, 
it happened in the 70s. So. Well, you know, then you look at the, like, like the Fast and Furious do a lot of good stuff. Uh-huh. Well, except for two, which I think was a All lot CGI. of CGI cars. Right, right. Drive was pretty good. That's true, yeah. I think it's more about, if you're going to do practical stunts, you've got to make it like, um, you got to up the stakes of everything else around it. Yes, true. Because otherwise, who cares, mm. you know? Yeah. Like that car chase at the start of Drive, what's on a car, where he's like sneaking away and he's that's doing very, all stuff. That's yeah. very intense. That's what very a great intense. scene. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm. Anyway. Would you say that anything in The Last Stand stacks up to that? There's a bit where Johnny Knoxville gets pantsed. <laughs> no, no, not oh. at all. Sif's in it from uh, oh, from Thor. Thor. Okay. Still, worst movie ever. Yeah, worst movie ever. Okay. Mm. A mediocre return from Schwarzenegger. I guess he'll have to cry to his millions and millions of dollars. <laughs> You'll be alright. Now, yeah. this one's not really... Um, Probably shouldn't have put this in. I'll talk about it quickly. Warm Bodies. Do you know that one is? No. It's the one where the zombie learns to love and becomes human again. Actually human or just a zombie with some human feelings? Actually human. Uh, it's based on a book which may or may not be called the same. It's got the guy from Skins, the Beast, Nicholas Holt, who's in it. Oh, yeah, okay. So he's the zombie. Mm-hmm. And he's, and it's like a... It's, it's basically... It's based on Romeo and Juliet, but with zombies. Who's that bald comedian who you really like? Or oh, he's a comedic actor. He's in Children's Hospital... Oh, Rob Corddry. Yeah, he's in it. Okay, alright, I'm on board. Best movie ever. There you go. I like it, that guy. It's okay. okay. I'm going to say worst movie ever because it's just not that good Ugh. or interesting. Ugh. No, you know what? But it's fine. It's, it's, it's Twilight with a... No, that's not true at all. It's not Twilight. Oh, then best say, movie yeah. ever. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> it's got a bit more of an edge to it. We came around to a consensus. We sure did. Okay, so I'm zero for four at this point? You're zero for... Four, yes. Okay, well great. Done. Excellent. <laughs> Alright, do you want the... Uh, Trivia, I guess. Yeah, I want trivia. Sure. Nora, the main character, was originally described as having dark skin and being half Ethiopian. She was changed for the movie to a blonde chick. Nice. Got to appeal. Yep. To, you know. Us. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Next one. Good day to die hard. Why would I have seen that? Yeah. Well, I turned off after the first ten minutes. That's five, right? Yes. Great. What switched you off at the five, at the ten minute point? Was it a specific scene, nah. or was it just like it was cares? just a bunch of middling crap? Right, so, so I just turned it off. So and it was not going to get better. No, and we've talked about this before. Well, apparently it doesn't. We've talked about this before though, and the, the next one actually sounds a lot better. Hmm. The premise, you know, he goes back to Japan to get like commended for his oh, yep. thing sure. that he did in the first one. Not back to Japan for the first time, and I don't know. Who knows? Do you want a fact about Die Hards? Let's just assume for this point forward, I want all the facts. I'll tell you if I don't want a fact. Okay, if you start barreling forward with that fact and I am not interested in that fact, I will slap that iPad out of your hands. I will crack it on me knee. Uh, yeah, it's, it's unnecessary padding, isn't it? Yeah. Me We've got a that. lot of movies to get through. Yeah. Okay. It's the first Die Hard to be... We've only got an hour for me to be zero for 20 or whatever it is, so <laughs> let's keep them rolling. First Die Hard to be written specifically as a Die Hard film. Oh, because so they're normally like... Yeah. So Die Hard 1 was originally a sequel to Commando. Yep. Die Hard 4 was a screenplay titled www.com. Oh, I see. Mm. Yep. And okay. uh, Speed, this is another little known fact, was going to be a Die Hard movie. Oh, okay. And that's a freaking great movie. That makes, makes perfect That'd sense. That would have been a great Die Hard yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. One of the Die... They're, they're based on cybersecurity essays and things like that. <laughs> Die Hard 4, yeah, okay. Yeah, mm. there you go. Next one has that Christmas hat. It's really good. It's a little... <laughs> Rustly. This one you've definitely seen. Do you want to hear a, like a Christmas cracker joke? Do, I I have, do Americans have Christmas crackers? Yeah. Do I they? think they're called Christmas crackers. Oh, okay, right. So the same name and the same thing. Okay. Yes. I was going to say, do you want to hear a Christmas cracker joke? Do I ever? Okay, hang on. Let me think of one that came out. Um, okay. 
what what is a what is a porcupine's favourite food? Probably like ants and shit. It's prickled onions, <laughs> you idiots. How do you like that? Is that a real fact though as well? Yeah, it's a fact, yeah. It was, it was, I get Christmas crackers with facts in it. <laughs> good, good. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I don't care for Christmas crackers. Wow. It's, <laughs> Merry this Christmas. Is, this is, yeah. This is controversial. This one you've definitely seen. Jack the Giant Slayer. What? No. Is that all? Is that a DreamWorks or something? No, it's the... Uh, well, uh, Brian Singer did it. It's got Nicholas Holt again huh. as Jack. But it's like a... It's a sexy fairy tale, re- fairy tale retelling. And, like, the beanstalk, and there's giants, and the giants are like, Argh! and Jack's like, Argh! So it's Jack and the beanstalk. Yes. Huh. Ewan McGregor's in it as a knight, and Ewan McGregor's character says at one point that he has a bad feeling about this. Also, Die Hard, worst movie ever. Oh, yeah, good point, yeah. <laughs> what do you think about that movie? It's directed by Brian Singer, who's doing the next X-Men, and the next man after that. Mm, should I see it? I saw it, and it's okay. That's not a ringing endorsement. You're right. Ultimately. Worst movie ever. There we go. Let's um, keep it moving. But you know, I'm, the thing about Brian Singer is he's a good director. Now, that, that people thought that was going to be a blockbuster. That, yeah. Said. Was it a blockbuster? No. Mm. I think it did okay. Okay. There's <laughs> a lot of, like, kind of okay-ish CGI. And Ewan McGregor pretty much, he does his Obi-Wan voice and just kind of... And he's good. Ewan McGregor's always, like, mm-hmm, good. Sure. I like him a lot. I was thinking back on Brian Singer's films today. Before this, it was Valkyrie. Yep. Before that... Quite average. Yeah. Before that, really average. Serviceable. <laughs> Before that was Superman Returns. Mm. So the last kind of three movies are just kind of middling. Yeah. Kind of, you know, it's on the way out. I hope not. Mm. Or whatever. <laughs> great. Worst movie ever. Next, yeah, Jeff, just send the next guy Oz out. the Great and Powerful. Saw that. Did ya? Yeah. What'd you think? I feel, see, I'm happy that I got one, but I'm sad that I've broken the streak, because <laughs> now I can't be zero for, you know, whatever. Uh, yeah, good. I mean, it was very... They had to telegraph, you know, a lot of the plot points really telegraphed in the fact that you're like, well, this person has to become the Wicked Witch of the blah, blah. Yeah. Just, so, you know, invariably the plot has to go in certain directions. But it was, it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually, I enjoyed that way more than I thought I would. Because mm. I heard from people, oh, it's not very good, whatever, whatever. Oh, and I was like, you know what? I was genuinely surprised by that. Mm. So I'm going to give it a best movie ever. Best movie ever. There you I'm going to tell you a trivia. Okay, cool. <laughs> I didn't ask. I, also, I like, yeah. I just told you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> this is going to, this is going to happen. Uh, Zach Braff was... I enjoy Zach. That, I enjoy I the work of Zach Braff. so funny in that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. A lot of people hate Zach Braff, I guess. They I do. Really like it. But I, I really like Because of that like Kickstarter thing. Yeah, yeah. And because of his indie filmness. Yeah. Well, that, you know, looking back on... What's that one? His indie filmness? His indie uh, Garden State. Yeah, looking back on that, that's a, that's a big bunch of wank, isn't it? <laughs> it's a big bunch of wank, but it's a, you know... I like it. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's, the soundtrack's nice. There's that bit at the end where they're like, good luck exploring the infinite abyss. Zach Braff says, says that. And then they go, good luck... To you exploring the infinite abyss. Nice. Of and a metaphor like, of, yeah. of life and, he's and mind. Like, oh, man. That's dead. And then it goes... Ooh. Ooh. Then Natalie Portman puts on a wacky black helmet. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> you know what? It was a bunch of wank, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, there's a number of elements uh, from The Wizard of Oz that are owned by Time Warner, uh-huh. meaning they couldn't use any character likenesses. Uh-huh. So you know how the line's in it briefly, or mm-hmm. a line is in it. Uh-huh. And the ruby slippers can't be in it. And they made the Wicked Witch, her skin, a, a colour that Disney considered a significantly different shade of green. That's interesting. And no, they couldn't use the wart. Right. <laughs> so, so they went out of their way to go, What's that, how can we do this? And that's pretty much what they did. Huh. Yeah. I want to talk about the Wizard of Oz just quickly. Okay, please. You know, the original Wizard of Oz, you know how this is all about his journey to being a man and being a great bloke. Uh-huh, sure. The Wizard of Oz 
is a shit bloke. And yeah, that's totally why. Is, yeah. You know, at the end, first of all, he doesn't want to let help anybody or see anybody. Mm-hmm. So it gets to that point in his life. Who knows how that happens? Maybe he gets punched in the balls. I don't know. <laughs> That's almost certainly that. I don't know. Yeah, it's somebody's like, I want the, somebody, he does everybody favours and he helps everybody out and then some, one day somebody gets an appointment with him and he's like, I want to see the wizard. And they're like, come on in, anything you like. And then punch in the balls. <laughs> yeah, and it's not even the witch or anything, it's just a it's guy. It's just a guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, at the end of the original Wizard of Oz, you know, he's like, I'm not going to help you. Then he's like, you know what, I will help you. And then he gives him some bullshit metaphorical gifts. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then he's like, you know what, I'll take you back to Kansas. Kansas. Let's go. And then the balloon takes off. And he's like, oh, sorry, bye, can't help you. And he just fucks off. Like, he doesn't make any attempt to come back. She's trapped there. Well, she thinks she's trapped there. And he, as far as he knows, she's trapped there. What a dickhead. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Wizard of Oz, worst movie ever. Absolutely worst movie ever. Stupid MGM magic. Ugh. I think I'm going to get you two for two on this next one. Oh, I don't like that. Jurassic Park 3D. Boom. Oh, man, I've seen Jurassic Park. Yeah. That's but right. it's been a long time since I've seen it, so I've forgotten most of it. Remember, this fact will revamp your memory. Great. Harrison Ford turned down the role of Dr. Alan Grant. Oh. In the new one, they were just going to CGI him over the top. Fantastic. <laughs> 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 That's that'd be it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Look, I didn't say it. Get off my I'm... plane, <laughs> dinosaur plane, dinosaur park, plane park. Get off my park. Great. I'd see that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Look, I didn't see it because I've seen Jurassic Park. Yeah, absolutely. And I like it, but yeah, why yeah. would I go and see it again? And how much of Jurassic Park? Because when they post convert a movie to three D, yeah, they they've. Surely they've made enough. They've they've filmed scenes such as they can just convert them, and and you know the the action is yeah. Well, that's the idea. But how much it, of yeah. how much of Jurassic Park works as a three D? Well, we don't know. Well, apparently the three three D is actually quite good in this one because mm. you know most post conversion stuff is really bad. Yep. This one's apparently okay, pretty good, and you know it's a big cinema experience. So if you like Jurassic Park, I remember seeing the original one of the movies. It blew my mind. Mm-hmm. I read the novelization before. A junior novelization. Oh, okay. Not the not the Michael Crichton. I did eventually, yeah, okay. a couple of years later, but yeah. Um I'm gonna give it worst movie ever because fuck you for bringing Jurassic Park back. To there we the go, cinema. yeah. Yeah. Nah fine, whatever. Mm. I mean if anything, that's probably kick started or kind of revamped the, the franchise, got people interested in the new movie that's coming out. Who cares? <laughs> Next one. I know you've seen this one as well. We're nearly four for four here. Ugh, I don't this like could it. This be three for three. Ugh. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. 
In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Uh, Star Trek Into Darkness. Yes. And? I like it. I know people hate it. I know you hate it because of the Khan, because it wasn't Khan and then it was Khan. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I think... I hate it for more reasons than that. Well, okay. <laughs> Did you not think it was a delightful romp? It was a delightful romp, but mm. as a Star Trek movie, no. And I'm not even a big Star Trek fan. Sounds like you are, though. I'm such a big fan. but You're doing the Vulcan salute right now. You've been doing it since we started recording this part. Like, from episode one, you've been holding... It's been... No wonder it's been such a mess. You can't operate anything with the two-handed Vulcan salute all the time. Yeah. I liked it. I thought it was fun. I think that... They've they've done a very smart thing in putting it in the, into a parallel timeline. I agree. Because then us nerds can't get upset because <laughs> they can be like, "Well, it's not the same as that." Well, of course not, because the the timeline we split the timeline. If you're gonna put it in a parallel timeline, though, at yep. least do something different. Don't just go, "Oh, Khan's back again, and he's white for no reason." Oh uh-huh, yeah. Which you know, whatever. But there's a whole that that, that is riddled with plot holes. That movie. I'll give you one, and then I'll shut up, because okay. I can talk about this for right. 50 minutes. The bit at the end where they're like, we need Khan's blood. Uh-huh. We need his blood, because his blood is the best blood, and we've got to bring Kirk back from the dead. Uh-huh. And I'm just going to let that slide, yeah, okay, okay, just for right. the yeah, sake yeah. of this. Uh-huh. Why do they need his blood specifically? Why they're, can't they crack They're all the super ones, soldiers. Yeah. And why are they in a rush to get Khan back as well? Because you could just chuck... What's his name in the in the pod, which I think they do, the frozen guy in the pod. Uh-huh. Leave him in there for as long as you need to. Defrost another guy. Bring him back from the dead somehow. And somehow he's radiation poisoned out. And if it's, you know what, if it is a parallel timeline or whatever, <laughs> why switch the character? Why just go, oh, this time Kirk dies. And then bring him back in the same movie. At least keep him dead for a film. Uh-huh. Right? Yep. And, oh, God, there's so many things. I just something else just passed, I can't even remember. You know, I'm not going to get into it, but I want to talk about... You're a real grump. That's what I'm saying. You know what I think? You know what I think it is? Is I I don't necessarily think it's a great film, but I think that's because it isn't. No, yeah, yeah. But I think the the opening sequence, like you mean that exact Raiders of the Lost Ark opening yeah, sequence? Yeah, that gave me a lot of that. That built up a lot of goodwill in me. I think so. I've forgiven everything else. I don't know why that is. I think because you know we're always talking about how you know we want to see a superhero film where 
you know, it starts and the superhero is just out there yep. superheroing. Yeah. That's the kind of thing. Like, they're just out there doing their exploring the universe and getting into wacky scrapes. Yeah, absolutely. And I enjoy that to such a degree that I'm like, I don't care about the rest of the film. I just enjoy... Like, I would pay... You know, like, a movie's like... DVD's like... Blu-ray's like 20 bucks. Yeah, I yeah. pay five bucks just for that scene. Yeah, fair like enough. it's just a DVD that cracked into, into quarters. <laughs> and I... Yeah. Yeah, look, uh, look, there are some really good moments in it. Don't get me wrong. Like, the space jump bit's really good. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a whole, whole bunch of stuff that, that, that is really good. But I, I just... I don't know, man. There's something seriously wrong with that movie. <laughs> but look... This is the thing I steals this, this is the thing I want to talk about. There was an editorial called "Star Trek is Broken." Here are some ideas to fix it. Uh-huh. Right? Did you write it? No, I did. Okay, but I did do a similar video. Uh-huh. Not about the whole franchise, just this. Now, the the writer of this, his name's um, Robert Orci, O R C I, and yep. he's co-written the both Star Trek films: The Island, Transformers, Eagle Eye, Now You See Me, a bunch uh-huh. of other stuff. Yep, bunch of middling crap. Put it sure, that way. Yeah. Right, he's not a bad writer by any stretch, but anyway, above below this article, he put a put a bunch of comments uh-huh. defending the film, right? Which is a mistake. Absolutely. If you're a writer, why would you do? Bring that? out the wolves, mate. Whenever look, I, I look George Lucas. I think all credit to him for never snapping. That's true. Yeah, he just keeps doing the work. Keeps doing it, uh-huh. and you know, regardless of most of that being terrible, I think maybe that's because he's in a bubble and no one ever like. Because he wouldn't go on the forums, would he? I he guess. wouldn't go on any forums. Everybody in his office would tell him that he's doing a great job. You've seen those Phantom Menace documentaries, or whatever, yeah. And everybody's just like, "Oh, that's amazing." <laughs> but there's a there's a scene where they run the first there's the first viewing, like in the yeah. and people are just silent. Yeah, they're just like, "Ooh, ooh, ooh. just let it run. It's just fine. Let it run, yeah, it'll make a billion dollars. Who cares?" Anyway, do you want to hear what he said? Yeah, I'm going to sell you. Okay. I think the article I think the article above is akin to a child acting out against his parents. Makes it, makes it tough for, makes it tough for some to listen. But since I'm a loving parent, I read these comments without anger or resentment, no matter how misguided. Having said that, two biggest Star Trek movies in a row with best reviews is hardly a description of broken. And frankly, your tone and attitude make it hard for me to listen to what might otherwise be a, de- a decent notions to pursue in the future. As I love to say, there is a reason why I get to write movies and you don't. Ooh, hello. Wow. There's a whole bunch of other stuff that I'm not going to get into. And he got angry when somebody mentioned that compared it to Raiders of the Lost Ark, and he said that how Star Trek Into Darkness has infinitely more social commentary than Raiders in every universe, and I say that with Harrison Ford being a friend. Oh, hello. <laughs> so, so Star Trek Into Darkness set out to make some biting social commentary. I guess so. But, I mean, Raiders of the Lost Ark made a lot of important, like, you know, notions of social commentary, like, you know, like, who who in the real world hasn't, you know, had, like, a treasure, like, on a, like, on a, like, on some sort of pedestal. Yeah. And then you've got to take it off and replace it with a bag oh, of sand. Oh, man, yeah. You know? You're right. Yeah. You're not talking metaphorically, you're talking... No, literally, literally. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, that's, you know. <laughs> so I'm going to say... Who what? hasn't had to outrun the boulder <laughs> of life, but also an actual boulder, you know? Worst movie ever. I'm going to say best movie ever because I know it annoys you. <laughs> it doesn't annoy me. Look, it kind of does. I can, look, see I can see how it, 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 there are a lot of good things about that movie. I heard Star Trek Into Darkness is your favourite film. <laughs> what do you think about That's that? That's fine. But they pissed away so much. When you're going to create an alternative timeline, don't just run with Khan again. Mm. 
You know, don't good just point. mirror a whole lot of scenes that you'd already done before. In mirror universe, universe, good idea. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, let's do mirror universe. So, yeah. The third one. Next one, Fast and Furious Six. Didn't see it. Heard it was good. Really? Yeah. Oh, I thought you saw this one. No. Nah. Now the tank chase in this was originally planned to be created via CGI, but director Justin Lin insisted built a tank <laughs> that it be done practically with some post production enhancements. What does that mean? It means that they're Did they get breast sick. implants for this <laughs> tank. <laughs> yes. Yeah, look, I really enjoyed Fast and Furious 6. I, I, it was one of those things where they, when those movies started, I'm like, I don't get this uh-huh. at all. Yeah. And I've come around to it since, I think, 5. Have they been... Have they evolved, or you, have you... I think they've they started losing they've evolved brain cells? in the sense they're not so much about street racing as in... They're, they're just heist films now. Uh, okay, right. Which is good. Were the first ones about the cars, like... Uh, a little bit. A little, was, little too technical. They are mostly about NOS, I think. Oh, uh, yeah, NOS. Not, yeah. not annoying about cars, so. Yeah. But you know, mm. I didn't really like. I remember at the time going like, "Who watches these? What's going on?" Here? Right, right, yeah. But you know, I'm okay with them now. Mm. And just quickly on Fast and Furious Seven, that was been that's been pushed back from next year. So I think it's June or July of 2015 after Paul Walker died. Yep. And they're trying to um, salvage the film with the footage that they've got of him. And there's a rumor. I don't know whether this is true. I think we mentioned this. What? Th- that his brother? Yeah. Oh, we did, did we? Yeah, I think okay. we did. Yeah. CGI face over. Yeah, his brother, which is a bit weird. Very. I'm going to call uh, Fast and Furious 6 best movie ever, possibly the best blockbuster of the summer. Wow. Mm. I'm going to agree with you. All right. Mm. Unless, of course, there's another one that I haven't seen that is really good. You've definitely seen this next one, After Earth. No, I haven't seen that one. Me neither. Great. After Earth, producer Will Smith envisioned it as a multi-platform franchise, including books, graphic novels, and interactive video games, which would inform... Isn't it weird that... Will Smith was a producer on that. Yeah. And his sons all, like, starred in it. I never like, even like, made... What a, like, a, what an odd coincidence. Like, did they come in different doors in, like, the... Like, in the studio? And they, they ran into it. And they're like, what are you doing what here? How did I get this job as the producer of this film? And you, Jaden Smith, my son, independently got a role in this film. How did... Was I away that day? I don't know. You're uh, you're on the Will Smith hate hate bad way. I don't care. He's fine. <laughs> yeah, he's, been, he's done good movies. He has, hasn't he? Yeah. There's a lot. The, t- the tide is turning on Will Smith, though. I think the, the people hate him. The, yeah, I think so. Because he used to be. Well, he still is a big draw card, but I think he may, he maybe he's pushing his family a little too much. In the absolutely, public eye, is. you know. So yeah, don't don't buy your children careers. <laughs> don't tell us. Don't take your millions of dollars and tell us that those two are charismatic in any way because they're not. You're right. He needs to, yeah. He, um, I think as well, the difference between Will Smith and his son is, aside from everything, is that his Will Smith kind of has a, had a, or has or had a lot of drive, uh-huh. and he and he took a lot of steps to become become what he was. You know, he it was a like a kid friendly kind of rapper. He shook know, the room. Shook the room. Yep. You know, he did the fresh. His prince. parents didn't understand, <laughs> but then he made them understand. He willenniumed. He willenniumed. He went to Miami that time. You know, he's very much a self made kind of uh, yeah, yeah kind of man. And that's great. He's like the giant robot tarantula of Hollywood. You know? Yes. Yeah. And I think you can't have... You can't just give your kids stuff. And that's a lesson for anybody. Don't give your kids anything. We're going to, in the next episode... Especially we're gonna... Slinkies, because they'll break them. Oh, we're going to change the format <laughs> next week. It's going to be parenting advice. From two people who know nothing about parenting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm going to say worst movie ever, Same. even though I haven't seen it. Same. Because it looks terrible. Yep. And it's one of those movies where... I think I will watch it one day just to see how terrible. But right now, we're doing this podcast, so I can't. It's, we could can take a break? I guess we could. Mm. Now you see me. 
I saw that one. Ah. Yeah. That, oh, I had a shock weight. Is this a trick? <laughs> okay. Keep rolling. We'll see what happens, hey? Now, for this movie, um, they were going to go with original, with an older cast. Uh-huh. Philip Seymour Hoffman, Jim Carrey, Hugh Grant, Sasha Baron Cohen, Colin Firth. They're all considered, and then they went all younger. Facebook kid, redhead girl from the Australian one, Eliza something. Isla Fisher. Isla Fisher. Yeah. Um, a whole bunch of them. Look, for me, and I'm still sceptical you've seen this. See how we go. It, it's, it's an enjoyable enough film. The magic makes no sense. And that annoys me in a film when there's magic, but it's clearly done using CGI. Yeah. Like, there's a whole lot of CGI scars like swooshing around. I'm yeah, like, yeah. That's not impressive. She's jumping into a giant bubble. Yeah. It's floating away. Yeah. That's exactly. And that's, the, and that's the good thing about... Um... Have I seen it or was that just in the trailer? <laughs> Are you going to tell me it's no, I did. No, I saw it. I, actually saw it. Yeah. I actually did see cool. it. Cool. Mm. That's the good, the good thing about the prestige. Well, half of it until they get to the cloning machine. Spoiler alert: a lot of those magic tricks are done practically. Right, practically, exactly. Or yeah. can be done practically. Uh-huh, yeah. There's a there's a whole lot of 3D holograms and yeah. and like the twist at the end. Spoiler alert for everything. By the way, is Mark Ruffalo set up the whole thing? Yeah. It's one of those things where if he knew about this whole thing, why they're showing scenes where he's alone, where he's enraged and confused exactly. at these, yeah, yeah, these guys. Yeah. Like he's carrying it on even when nobody's around. Like yeah. it's one of those twists. You could predict it in the sense that the, the mastermind has to be somebody in the film. Right, yeah. So I predicted it in that sense, not in the sense that it added made, up. made any logical yeah. sense, yeah. Like, there's a scene where he's chasing one of the, the, the four horsemen yep. down an apartment building, and the, the the guy jumps in the laundry chute, and then Ruffalo's like, Oh, I've got to go down the laundry chute now. And why are you exasperated? Like, you knew this was going to happen because you're... <laughs> A hundred, you're literally a hundred steps ahead. Yeah, yeah. Why would you even, you know? Yeah. You're right. And there's, it's also one of those situations where he wants to get revenge and he wants to, you know, repay all these people for the, you know, for all the money they've lost, you know? Yeah. At, at some point, it's got to be cheaper just to build a counterfeit money machine, <laughs> you would think. Yeah, you would think that. Yeah, because yeah. this, and there's also a scene, there's a, there's so many pieces of, you know, technology-based magic, where... Where does he get all that money? Well, where does he get all the money, certainly, but where they only make sense in the in the, in the Hollywood, uh, you know, mode of where there's no depth or... Like, there's a scene where they... they the, the four horsemen, the police think they've stolen a big safe. Yeah. Or something, whatever it is. Yeah. And they go into the building and the safe's gone. Because oh, Yeah, there's yeah. a mirror and there's a mirror that comes down from the, from the ceiling and it, it conceals the, the safe or whatever. But that would only work if you stayed 30 feet away from the mirror at all times. Yeah. Time. Like yeah. if anybody moved even 10 feet to examine the, the yep. room, and you would, because you're looking for a safe in a room, yeah. you would appear in the mirror, and you'd go, oh, there's a mirror blocking the... Surely it would make sense for there to be... they put down a brick wall. That would make yeah, sense. But that's that not be... magic enough. No, it's not. magicians don't use brick walls, they use mirrors. So they had to, yeah. Do you like Jesse Eisenberg's John Bon Jovi hair? It was pretty good, yeah. I like elements of that movie, but none of it makes any sense. Yeah, yeah. Look, uh, it's fine. I'm going to say worst movie ever, though, because... Uh, I'm gonna say. Yeah, I'm gonna say also worst movie ever. Cool. Yeah. Did we say after worst worst movie ever? Or yeah, that, I think we did. Or was that implied? Was implied, yeah. Tearing it apart. I think so. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. This is the end. I've included a lot of comedies on here. There's this and another one. Uh-huh. They're kind of big budget comedies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I didn't include um, Hangover Three and Grown Ups Two and 
whatever, whatever. And yeah. movie 43 or movie 42, whatever it's called, with all those actors, which is apparently the worst. But okay. anyway, this is the end. Now, according to Seth Rogen, the plot where his char- that his character suggests in the movie about Pineapple Express 2, uh-huh. that was uh, his real idea for an actual Pineapple Express sequel. Interesting. Which I actually thought that at the time, because that could actually work. Because mm. Danny McBride, you know, gets up being the drug lord and then... Yeah, 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 yeah. And whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, so... Hmm. Mm. I really liked that movie. I, I also it really did, funny. because I saw it. Together? Maybe. Yeah, you probably did. So I can't trick you with this one. <laughs> I guess not. Okay, yeah. No, that, uh, yeah, very enjoyable. Um, yeah. I mean, that's it. I thought it was really funny. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was one of the better comedies of the year. Yeah, Good definitely. cast, a lot of improv. Yeah. I thought it was great. Good premise. Yeah, good a lot premise. Of it, a lot of world-ending, a lot of apocalyptic-themed films. And we'll get to another one. Oh, right now? At some point. Oh, okay. Right now. Okay. Well, there was, there, was that, there was also Rapture Palooza, which oh, I yeah, didn't see. I didn't see that. No, which had Anna, Anna Kendrick good, good and also, oh, also yeah. Chris Robinson is in that. Too. Yeah. Mm. Now, I've skipped over one here, though. Oh, Best Movie Ever, Worst Movie Ever. Ah, uh, let's go with Best Movie Me Ever. Me too. I think it was one of my favourite movies of the year, actually. Mm, yeah. Mm. Also, the CGI demons were really good, I Yeah, thought. weren't they? Very, very high quality. I've read today, as I was ducking away during Christmas dinner to, to put this podcast together and gather facts, people <laughs> yeah. were like, where's James going? What's he doing? Uh-huh. I'm like, none of your fucking business. That's what That's I'm right, doing. That's right, yeah. Peace on all them goodwill to all men, but get out of my face. Get out of my face. <laughs> um, I would put these two together. Olympus has fallen a White House down because I wanted to see if you could tell me that which fact is this movie from. Oh, okay, great. Okay, I'm, I'm going to go. go for <laughs> Both it. of them obviously being about the White House being something. Now, apart from a couple of se- uh, second unit shots of Washington, D.C. and one scene shot in a park, all filming took, places, took place on sound stages in Montreal, Canada, with extensive blue screen techniques used to create the world around where each set required something. I'm going to say that's Olympus's fallen. I'm going to tell you that I can't remember which. Great. <laughs> Great facts. But I think it's White House Down. Ah. But I don't know. Great. And we'll never know. We'll never know, exactly. <laughs> best movie ever, worst movie ever for either of those. Uh, I'm going to go with White House Down, best movie ever. Yeah. Uh, Olympus has fallen, worst movie ever, because who knows who's in that. Yeah. White House Down is Jamie Foxx and Channing yep. Tatum, right? Yeah, best I, I movie enjoyed ever. it, yeah. Yep. And people are saying that that is, the, that is the kind of diehard, that's the best diehard movie. The best diehard movie. The modern movie. diehard movie, yeah. Uh-huh. I think Dan O'Brien said that on Cracked. Huh. He's a good dude. But um, I don't know him at all. You're making assumptions. Yes, but he seems like a good dude. Mm. So yeah, I agree with you on that. Next do you one. think? Mm. Mm. Do you think there's going to be another? Do you think there'll be there could be a White House Down sequel? Do you think the president and Channing Tatum could team up again? I'm, I think I mentioned this on a previous podcast, but uh, Olympus has fallen is getting a sequel called London, London has fallen. Has yeah. Fallen. Mm-hmm. So, do you think Jamie Foxx and Channing Tatum will be in that? I hope so. I hope so. Me too. Yeah. Do you think anybody would notice? No. Yeah. Okay. World War Z. Did you say that one? Yes. What do you think? Uh, good. I mean, I I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, there wasn't. There was a lot of. It was missing a lot of gore that you'd find in a lot of zombie films. Funny you should say that. Mm. I got another version of it. Yep. On home DVD, future VHS. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm saying. And <laughs> it was all. It was gory as hell. Huh. So there's there is an R-rated cut. Interesting. Because it was PG-13 in the cinema, I believe. Yeah. 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 They reshot the entire ending of that movie. There were so many production troubles. People thought that was going to tank. And um, the, the director was apparently fighting with the studio and with Brad Pitt. And he's not on board for the second movie because they're making a sequel. Uh-huh. And there was a whole other ending where Brad Pitt gets um, stuck in Russia and he's made to fight in like a Russian zombie war. Interesting. There's a whole other section. Huh. And what I love about that movie is... Were you going to say something else? I'll just cut you off and just start talking. No. 
<laughs> that it builds and builds, and then it's got this really low-key but intense final 20, 30 minutes. Oh, uh-huh, yeah. And then he has a Pepsi or whatever <laughs> yep. Yeah, and I mean, it doesn't really make any sense how he just injected himself with you know whatever, and you know, and, and he could have easily died then, or easily communicated which one which right, of the viruses yeah. he could have used or whatever. But no, I really enjoyed it. I feel that that the last scene is intended to be incredibly tense, but it lost a lot of the tension because you know, you know the plan, you know how it's going to be carried out, okay, and it sort yeah. of, and he sort of does it flawlessly, and so it's not really. He does, I guess, yeah. yeah. But that's interesting, the the Russian war yeah. scenario. That's what a, a completely different take. Completely different Did they take. run out of the budgets, or what happened there? I have no idea. I just know it went back for extensive reshoots. Hmm. And a big part of that was that really low-key, small-budgeted ending. Because yeah. there's not really any CGI zombies or any CGI in that last... Yeah, yeah. After that plane goes down, that's, hmm. you know... I mean, it's a it's a whole series of lucky coincidences for him because everybody he just, does everybody dies around everybody him. loses the loses their hands or whatever. Yeah, he 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 survives a lot of. Yeah, I think is it Jerusalem gets like sacked. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it I is. Yeah, remember. yeah. Mm. But look, I don't have really a fact for this inside aside from all those facts I just recited. Uh huh. But when I saw this movie, I went saw it with my brothers, mm. and it was in um who you know. Yes. <laughs> now I, I I think one of them's great. <laughs> No, I didn't see this in... Uh, I, it was in 3D. Uh-huh. And I, I don't like 3D. No. I hate being forced to see 3D. Mm. But anyway, the, the movie wasn't starting. There was tw- They're like, we're having trouble with the 3D projector. So it was like about 15, 20 minutes late. And this guy behind me is like, oh, come on, this is ridiculous. And you know what? And I said this really loudly. I don't normally snap. That's not true. Sometimes <laughs> I snap. But I'm like, oh, this is Your fun. life is mostly a series of you snapping. <laughs> Well, like, look at this fucking Mr. Important guy yeah, who's yeah. got something so important that he can't wait 15 minutes for a fucking movie. You know what I mean? Like, what are you doing? What's so important? It just, that really, I don't know, it just really annoys me, that kind of shit. You can't just sit. You can't just sit with your dumb fucking wife and shut your mouth. <laughs> you know, do you have to make a big song and dance about it? Okay, when it got going, did they play all the ads and all the trailers? Or did they just get straight into the movie? That's a really good question. I think they might have got straight into it. Also, another good thing that happened, they came out and said, sorry, we have to do the, the, the 2D cut, and here's a free movie ticket. Love it. So maybe that's why I think it's the best movie ever. <laughs> that's probably it. But, yeah. Free stuff. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. God damn it, though. I hate people in the cinema. Really. You've, mentioned, you've mentioned it a lot. In real life, on this, you've mentioned it to people in the cinema. Just really annoyed me. Keep your fucking thoughts to yourself. Yeah. Except you, you say on a podcast. I say on a podcast. I know. I just realised that. I'm gonna say yeah, worst movie ever because I would have liked to see that Russian war thing. Maybe you will one day. No. You're right. The next one, Lone Ranger. Didn't say it. Mm. I did say this, and I'm gonna surprise you by saying it's not that bad. So it has to be best movie ever. I guess. Oh no, I can't say that. You have to though. You got. <laughs> what's your choice? Is it the worst movie ever? No, it's not. Then it has to be the best movie ever. Now, Jerry Brockheimer says this this movie's got to be considered a classic in years to come, like Blade Runner or John Carter of Mars, which I have not seen. Did he really say that? That's not a joke statement. He listed a whole lot of other movies, but it was one was Blade Runner, one was John Carter of Mars. He equated, and I just want to be clear, the film Blade Runner with the very recent, largely ignored box office bomb. Uninteresting John Carter of Mars. Yes. Huh. I mean, I, didn't, I haven't seen it. The one so. where John Carter goes to Mars. I think that's the one. Hmm. 
Interesting. But yeah, this is the first feature film of both Johnny Depp and Helen Bonham Carter that's not directed by Tim Burton. Mm. I'm going to say that yes. I was largely entertained by this, and I am going to say best movie ever. Okay, good. That's on your head, man. I'm going to get crucified for what I say about this. Do they do, they do a, a... Is there an action sequence on top of a train? Yes. Okay, best movie ever then. It's fine. <laughs> you love a train. Yeah, I love, I love a train. love a train thing. I yes, love that episode of Firefly where they're on a... That is a good episode fight of Firefly. Fight on a train. You know what, though? That movie, it, it, there's, it's a lot of get, it gets wrong, but I found myself largely entertained by it. Uh-huh. And maybe because I thought it was going to be horrible. And I yep. remember because I was with a group of people and they're like, let's see the Lone Ranger. I'm like, I don't want to see it. Don't, don't make me see it. <laughs> and I was genuinely surprised. Is it more a Tonto film than a Lone Ranger film? Yes. Mm. And the Lone Ranger's kind of a goof. He doesn't really do anything. You know what? It is worse movie yeah. ever. Does he, become, does, he, does he start as a goof and he becomes a hero towards the end, or is he always a goof? He, he's mostly a goof. He's probably 98% goof. Oh, that's a lot of, that's a lot of goofing. <laughs> sure Entertainingly? Yeah, at, at any point, is he trying to load a gun or something and he gets, you know, like on a horse... And then he gets bumped and he's like throwing the gun around. And, and maybe like, he's oh. riding the horse backwards. Yeah, maybe he's riding the horse There's backwards. There's bits yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to have to say words. Okay, fine. Yes, yeah. good. good. Um, Pacific Rim. Saw it. Enjoyed it. Yeah, you, you like that quite a bit. <laughs> Rocket fists. Lasers. Bad Australian accents. Swords. Yeah. That was a sword. Yeah, there was a sword. Yeah, there was a sword. He had the bone of the end. It was like the, the secret sword. Secret sword. Yeah. 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 Mm. I, um... I, I was a bit disappointed by this, to be honest. Okay. You're thought... allowed your opinion. Am I? One. You're allowed one opinion in an episode. It's this. Now, the giant monsters in this were always intended to be computer generated, but all the designs were, were built around the notion that they could be worn as suits, like okay. traditional kaiju films. Yeah, okay. So that's, you know, that's interesting. I would have liked one, one frame, like per monster fight. Where it just, it just, you know, like in, you know, Fight Club, where yeah. they're like, we'll splice in a porn frame yeah. or whatever the film. Just one frame of just, it switches and it's a guy in a cardboard robot suit <laughs> and a guy in a rubber monster suit. And it's never, yeah, yeah just, just hide in right. there. The, 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 the Easter egg for yeah. the Blu ray viewers, you know? That'd be awesome. Mm. I thought this was going to be like one of the best films of the year. Uh huh. Because I like Guillermo yep. del Toro mm-hmm. and I like. All of his films that I've seen, I haven't seen them all. I think and you like robots? Him. You like robots, right? I like robots, mm. sure. But I don't know, there's just something about it. I was just like, this just isn't that interesting. Alright, okay. Good monster fights. Yep. Everything else. Great Australian accents, though. <laughs> I can't even... I, I haven't seen it in a while, so I can't even... Does... I, I was wondering, though, does anybody who's not Australian notice that? They... Mm, actually, you make a good point. Because all the reviews I read from overseas didn't mention it. All the Australian reviews mentioned it. Yeah. I try not to read Australian reviews because they're mostly idiots. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to say, I have to say worst movie ever because I was disappointed. I'm going to say best movie ever because Rocket Punches. <laughs> yeah, there were little bits of it that were really good. But yeah, yeah. Fair enough. World's End. The World's End. Uh-huh. Now, this movie has a shit ton of foreshadowing. You've seen this one. Yes, I have, together, yes. Yeah. Um, the one, the Simon Pegg, Nick Frost. What I think we've revealed here is that I only watch films when I'm being chaperoned. Like when, when, <laughs> like gun to my head, I'll go to a cinema, but I don't really want to. That's amazing. Mm. Good thing I got you for this podcast. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> now, there's like a whole lot of foreshadowing. Like at the start, um, Simon Pegg says, calls them the five musketeers. Uh-huh. And then they're like, there's only three musketeers. And at the end, there's only three of them left. 
Is that a... That's epic is foreshadowing. That deli- is that deliberate? Apparently. His movies are riddled with foreshadowing, though. Mm. Like, um, there's also the pubs are named after what happens in the pubs. Ah, yeah, okay. I've, I've first been... post, yep. first pub. The Old Familiar, which is the second, is the same. Um, the Famous Cock is the one where he gets booted out because he, he was a jerk that That's time. That's right, yeah, uh-huh. Um, the Two-Headed Dog, where they fight the two-headed woman. Yeah, all these, there you go. The World's End is obviously The World's End and, uh-huh. and whatever. But they all they all line up like that. Huh. But isn't that interesting? That is interesting. Yeah. I uh, I really really enjoyed this movie. Same. Now you like Hot Fuzz the best. Is I that do. Right? That's Early my favorite trilogy? one. I think. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Although it, I've only really seen. I mean, Hot Fuzz is the one I've seen the most. I've only seen the World's End once. Yeah. I think well, that that's definitely going to grow on me in repeat viewings. Yeah. I think, yeah. It's 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 pretty good. I'm going to give it best movie ever. Hmm. Let's take a movie that's quite similar now. Elysium. Yep. Wait a second. <laughs> You've seen this. I've seen it with me. Yeah, chaperones. I'm, I'm being, yeah, I'm being, I'm upset that I've seen a, some of these. If it, uh. I'm so glad. Mm. I just, you know what it is. Start of the year, all that crap you just didn't see. Yeah, yeah. And then it hits middle of the year, and you started going to the cinema. Because it go. becomes winter here, and you know we're cold, and we like to huddle up together in the cinema, don't mm. we? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, as that's the Australian way. <laughs> but uh, it takes place in the year 2154 AD, which is the exact same year. That Avatar takes place. Oh, are there any links? No. Are I mean, there any tips of the hat? They're, they're, they're linked in the sense that they're not as good as people think they are. Right, okay, yeah, that's, uh, that is a good link, actually, yeah. <laughs> no, look, I, I, um, I, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't disappointed by Elysium. Mm-hmm. It, it was good, yep. but I think that's only on me that I didn't enjoy it as much as I thought I would. Yeah, okay. Mm. Because District 9 was obviously amazing, uh-huh. and this was just kind of, it's good. Uh-huh. Great world building, mm-hmm. great exosuit, great South African, great South African, yeah. Great guy gets his face blown off. Yep, and lives. Great robot that lives. Great robots. Yep. Great um, machine that cuts a laser circle in a car. Yeah, that's car. The, just that the good piece, good pieces of technology they didn't have to explain. Oh, I know, right? There wasn't, yeah. a, there wasn't. A, he didn't cut through it, and then the operator or whoever on the line is, he, he's escaped using the laser cutter on yeah. the blah blah blah. You know, yeah, that's it's it. just, it's just. Well, it was at the start of the movie, and they were using it for something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They like, just yeah. take it for. It's a piece of technology they have. They're taking it for granted. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 So maybe I will say best movie ever. But you know what? I've only seen it once. Hmm. So I'm going to tentatively say best movie ever, and then one day I'm going to come back and give my proper review. Fantastic. We've done something special here today. What did you think, though? I really enjoyed it. Um, I, yeah, I really enjoyed it, but I don't really have any desire to come back to it again. Fair enough. I'll probably. It's one of those films where I will probably uh, watch, watch it and just flick through to, you know, flick through every ten minutes. Yeah. Find a, find a fun action sequence. Yeah. Uh, and that's pretty much it. His next movie is called Chappie. It's about a robot that becomes sentient or something. And Charlotte Booth is playing the robot. Not really. Okay, great. Had me worried for a second there. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. Mm. He loves robots. Yeah. And I respect that. Mm. Uh, next one. Gravity. My fact for gravity is that you said at the time, it really gravitied your balls. Correct. From minute one. Yep. Very tense. You, you were really into this. Is that right? No. You so, were you were sort of into it, is that right? That's fun. It was a f- fun film. Yeah. Again, wouldn't see it again probably. Yeah, me too. Mm. I think it's a, very much a cinematic experience. Uh huh. But uh, it's George Clooney's first feature film outside of the Ocean's franchise to break a hundred million since The Perfect Storm. 
Isn't that weird? Big movie star George Clooney. Uh-huh. Like, Brad Pitt's biggest grossing movie, for example, is World War Z. Yeah, yeah. And Troy, I think, is second. Hmm. So there's, like, the biggest movie stars in the world. Their movies maybe don't pull in... Well, they don't pull in, like, Avengers money or Avatar money. That is interesting. There's, yeah. a, there's a list that, that comes up every year, and you can just Google this, and it's the worst value movie stars, yeah. where you take, the, you take their sal- average salary for a film, and then you divide it by what their film takes in yeah. and you go well, he only for every million dollars of salary or for every dollar of salary he's paid he get you know it brings in so many cents or whatever or so, dollars dollars <laughs> hmm. I think The Rock was the biggest one uh, this year makes sense yeah mm. and I can't remember who was second I think it was I think it was Robert Downey Jr. actually okay, that which makes make sense. a lot of sense yeah. but The Rock probably did more movies mm. I would imagine just knocked them right out just knocked them right out I didn't love Gravity I thought it was okay. I thought there was too much exposition from Sandra Bullock telling you what was happening as it was happening. Yep. Uh-huh. And I hate that. Yep. Like, I get it. I get it. Uh-huh. You don't need to tell me. But you are an intellectual elite. You know? <laughs> I would you're, say... You're coming down to Rivalry Tower. You're like one of those people in Elysium. You're living in your perfect little, perfect little pure white world. I right? am like Jodie Foster. Yeah. And, I, and I am like Shalta Copley in my flying van full of... Full of guns and rocket launches and such. So anyway, my point is, as an intellectual elite, <laughs> which you are, uh, you don't need that. But I would imagine if they want to get any kind of mainstream audience, they're going to have to explain a lot agree. of that stuff. Yeah. I completely agree. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, apparently a lot of the... Some of the but fish- I, what I would like... Mm-hmm. What I would like is a more... And I think we've probably mentioned this. I want a moratorium on people... Like, and this isn't, this isn't in gravity. But if we're going to put our, put our weird biases... Onto this thing. Of course we are. I would like a moratorium on people explaining what an electromagnetic pulse is. I think we all know what it is at this point. Just stop it. Speaking of Clooney and Ocean's (laughs) Eleven, you don't need it. People people know what it does. People get it every time, man. Yeah. Every time. Every TV show. And also, they don't work how they think it works. Uh Well, they say it works, but anyway. Mm. I'm not going to get into that. I'm going to say Gravity, worst movie ever, because I would never see it again. And it wasn't as good as everyone said it was, even though I kind of enjoyed it. Good CGI frog at the end, though. <laughs> was it ever? Yeah, okay, worst movie ever, you're right. Cool. This next one I haven't seen, Captain Phillips. Let's go with best movie ever, because Tom Hanks is a delight. He is a delight, isn't he? Yeah. Apparently one of the nicest guys in Hollywood, if not the world. Hmm. I've heard nothing but good things about that guy. I don't know anyone who knows him, but that's what I've heard. <laughs> uh, the fact is, Tom Hanks claimed that all the interior lifeboat scenes were filmed inside a scale model that was actually on the water at all times, resulting in him being vomited on by the crew members in the cramped space. Oh, you would have taken it like a champ, too. Absolutely right, he would. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I'm going to say best movie ever. I haven't seen it, but apparently it's really good. Cool. I hear it's like gravity, but in water, and with Tom Hanks being vomited on. <laughs> it's late, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. <laughs> Escape plan. Do you think Apollo 13 would have been better? Yes. If it was just Tom Hanks being vomited on his face? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. 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 CGI 1995 vomit. Yeah, yeah, like it's not... There, there isn't some sort of problem with the, 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 the ship. It's just that everybody gets... It's like airplane flying high where everybody's had the fish and he's had the chicken and the fish is bad. And so every all the rest of the crew just vomit on him, and he's trying to fix little things, and he's trying to steer it back to earth, but people keep vomiting on him. On the, on the instruments, vomiting on the instruments. 
Yeah. Definitely. Here's a little fact for you about gravity, though. Ed Harris was the voice of Mission Control, like he was in Top Gun. I mean, Apollo 13. <laughs> there we go. So there you go. It's pretty great. Okay, uh, next one. Oh, sorry. Escape Plan, Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger. <sighs> Who cares, right? Don't even remember that. Too late. When they escape a prison. It sounds like a fake one. Is that one, of, the, a, one of your famous fake movies that you've invented? This is 100% real. Wow. It's called Escape Plan. Stallone is an expert at breaking out of prisons. Probably like he is in real life. Yeah. you know he's the best at everything. He's a tough guy. Yeah, he's a real tough guy, yeah. Week, yeah, yeah. Last week. Um, and he gets put in this prison to escape planet. And Schwarzenegger's in there. and But actually, it's a trick to get him in the prison for whatever reason. And Schwarzenegger's like a mob boss. And they have to work together. But it's not 1995. And nobody gives a shit. <laughs> right, exactly. It still sounds made up. It's real. I'm going to say, you're making it up. I don't believe... <laughs> don't give me... Don't show it... I don't... I'm. This is... Because I don't want to look the fool, and I say, hey, that sounds like a fun movie, and then you're like, I made it up, idiot. So I'm going to go, doesn't matter what you say, doesn't matter what you show me on your little internet box, your fake IMDB page, I'm going to tell you that's a fake film. Alright. Yeah. That's a interesting choice. <laughs> Give it in the finger. Yeah. Made up. Nobody message him and tell him whether or not that's true or not either. Just no, let him live with that forever. <laughs> anyway, in this movie, mm-hmm. which may or may not be real, right. Sylvester Stallone definitely in- not real. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone injured a tendon in his right foot during filming a fight scene. He required seventy stitches. That sounds like the kind of fact you would make up for a fake film. Okay. Yeah. You don't need stitches on an injured tendon. You need an ice pack. You've messed Unless you up. tore it. This is one of those things where I was, well, I think Stallone is a liar, and he's not as tough as he says he is. I doubt. I mean, just assuming that this is a real movie, yeah, that that's a it's real not. thing that happened. 70 stitches is a phenomenal amount of stitches. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. yeah. That's like if you are if you get your arm bit off by a dog, you yeah. get that many stitches. <laughs> Yeah, I should have probably picked a more realistic fact, I guess. Yeah, when you're faking this movie, yeah. Okay, so what are you saying about this movie? Best movie ever, worst movie ever? I haven't seen it, but worst. Okay, I'm going to say fake movie, so you know my... End is game. Do you believe that exists? Did that come out? It did. Huh. Harrison Ford's in it. Great. Grumpy old Harrison Ford. Grumpy old Gramps. Yeah. (laughs) Grumpy Gramps, Harrison Ford. Now, um, this movie, by all accounts, is okay. Mm -hmm. It's the guy who directed uh, Wolverine, X-Men Origins... Yep. Which is easily the worst movie. Mm-hmm, sure. That, yeah, I mean, I, I want to see it. I just haven't got around to it yet. Because apparently, it's in space. Yeah. it sounds pretty in- enticing. Yeah, space, space, space films. They're good, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Ed, Orson Scott Card. I don't know, because he's... Notoriously homophobic. Yes, exactly. That, yeah, yeah, so I don't I know, know right. if I... It's, it's like... And I don't know whether on sub subconscious level that's why I didn't see it. Because mm. I planned to see it, but I just didn't. Mm. What about you? No, yeah, see, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I don't, I don't know if I want to support that. Yeah, I know, right? And it's weird though because there's a lot of things. I know I haven't read these books, but there's apparently there's a lot of themes of like being the best person you can be, and you know, um, inequality, and all these kind of things. Uh-huh. So all these themes that run throughout his books, and you know, and and being the best for humanity and whatever. And then it's just he's just homophobic for no reason. All right, great. You know, and and though to his credit, even though not really, because this isn't actually him going back on what he said. They asked him about it recently. They said, what's the deal with the homophobia? Uh, what's the deal with gay marriage? You know, what do you think about it? And he's like, it doesn't matter. The battle's over. I've lost. Hmm. Or we've lost. So it's, so it's finished. So he's, I, guess he, so I guess he's accepted it. Right. But still, 
why do you care? That's yeah, why I never yeah, yeah. understood. And I want to get into this, but I, you know what? Doesn't matter. Mm. I'm gonna say worst movie ever because fuck Orson Scott Card. Yeah. <laughs> you? Uh, I'm gonna say best movie ever because okay. it's in space and Grumpy Gramps Harrison Ford is in it, and it's he's always at his best in space. He sure is. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a bit, bit, a little bit of trivia. In the early 2000s, when this movie's been in development for a while. Jake Lloyd was one of the leading candidates to play Ender. Oh, wow. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Oh, what's he doing these days? He's, um, there's, there's one really actually awkward interview of him online where the, there's a guy. And it's Recently? Australian guy. Uh, last couple of years or so. So he's uh. grown up. And it's, it's real super tense. The guy keeps asking about Star Wars and, and he kind of gets a bit snappy. But I wouldn't say it's so much as well his fault. The guy's kind of a bit of a prick. Right. But it's an interesting um, watch. Is he still acting in any way? or No. Works at a car. He's an editor. He's a film editor. Oh, okay, that's so, fine. Yeah. yeah, good on him. Yeah. Uh, next one, the day of the Doctor, the Doctor Who yeah, I saw that. movie. Yes. Not a, yeah. No, I, I didn't see the cinema. You didn't see the cinema? No. We saw it at the cinema though, didn't we? No. We didn't. Now I don't have any trivia for this, but I don't know if you know this, but I've caused a minor internet flurry. Oh. Concerning this movie. Did you do a what's wrong with the something something? No, I did. I did. Because you know that I've adopted the rating system: best movie ever, worst movie ever. I'm aware of it. And I just I said it's great, it's great, it's great, it's great, it's great. Worst movie ever because time travel is dumb. Right, yep, uh-huh. And a lot of people who are not aware of, you know, my reviews or whatever, which is most of Most people in the world. In the yeah, world. most people in the world, yeah. Didn't appreciate that. It's my, it's my most disliked and hated upon thing that I've ever done. How many thumbs down, if you had to guess? I think it's, it's close to You know exactly. It's, I honestly don't know. 200 thumbs down. It's, but compared to like 130-something thumbs up. Hmm. And there's a few arguments in the comments of people like defending me or whatever, which is very nice, but leave it, I don't care. So, <laughs> it's, you know. It's weird though that the, I don't know, that I guess I thought people would get that. No. Maybe I'm that, because I'm that intellectual giant. You're intellectual elite, that's what I've been telling you. You can't say one thing and then another thing that's slightly different. That's true. You idiot. Yeah, so I'm going to have to, um,. Obviously, say worst movie ever because that's what I said. Yeah, I'm gonna flip it around. Okay, best movie. There ever. we go. I did actually really enjoy it. Mm, so, yeah, it's, yeah, it was good fun. There you go. What do you think? I enjoyed it a lot, but then again, it it did just when it was pointed out, and it should have been obvious to me, but when it was pointed out that it was a clearly John Hurt's clearly the Christopher Eccleston role. Yeah, and then he wouldn't come back, so they had to create John yeah. Hurt. That was kind of a disappointment. Yeah, it is. I really think that would have been a fun. If it was the th- the three modern day doctors, I think that would have been a really super fun kind of event. Agree. But yeah. there you go. I hope they do more of them in the future. Mm. Or not. Or in the past. <gasps> okay, yeah. Did you have your Christmas special yet? No. Me neither. I'm looking forward to that. It'll oh, because it's Christmas. I forgot. <laughs> for us. Yeah. Not for the people listening. No. They're in the future. Ooh. Or in the past. <laughs> The next one as well, I know you've seen. You've seen a lot of these. It's disappointing for oh, you, really. I love it. Yeah. The Hunger Games Catching Fire. Great. Yeah, I liked it too. It's fun. My fact for this is Kristen Bell. Kirsten Bell. Kristen, Kristen Bell, yes. Krypton Bell. Wait, now you've confused me. Crichton Bell. Yeah, Crichton Bell. She's half robot. <laughs> it's got a groinal socket. Let's not get into it. No. I love Red Dwarf. America, do Americans love Red Dwarf? Some do, yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to form with those last ones. I thought are they so going to do more or no? I heard they are, but they haven't done them yet. That was last year, and they didn't do any this year. So yeah. make that what you will. Mm. Now, Kristen Bell, a huge fan of the Hunger Games books, uh-huh. uh, actively sought the role of Joanna Mason. You know the one, oh, the crazy one, the crazy one. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. So you know that could have worked. Yep. Um, but the girl who was in it was really good. Uh-huh. So I, I really enjoyed it. Kristen Bell yes. has broken with her tradition of um, 
just being in quite terrible uh, films, like, you know, wacky road trip films or whatever. Yeah. It's going to be an indie film called The Lifeguard that's coming out pretty soon. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, I've really not good. seen it. I've seen the trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it looks fun. Though she's in... I mean, it's kind of, it's there's some Zach Braff wank, obviously. <laughs> but... Who's in Forgetting? Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh, yeah, okay, right. Yeah. That's a good one. I like that movie. So, yeah, I'm going to say Best Movie Ever. Even though, again, in my review, I called it Worst Movie Ever. Ah, uh, flip it around. People won't know what to think. One more, mm-hmm. which we haven't seen, because it's out Boxing Day in Australia. Which what is if a... I have seen it, though? What if I got a little cam version of the internet, and I know all the stuff that happened? Interesting. The Hobbit, The Desolation of Smug. No, I haven't seen it. <laughs> Looking forward to this. Booked in tomorrow to go see it. Uh-huh. Um, yep. What do you think of it? <laughs> Who cares? Everybody else already knows. Yeah, that's right. Are you, are you still this in rage? Do you feel, you feel with rage? No, I don't care at this point. You, you feel I, with I, rage. I got past it. <laughs> um, and by the time this comes out, no one's going to care about... Well, we haven't seen it, so nobody's going to care. The two guys who haven't seen it are talking about a movie which they have seen like a month ago. Right, exactly, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Here's a fact, though. Orlando Bloom is two years older than Lee, Pl- Lee Pace, who plays his father in the movie. I thought so. you were going to say Orlando Bloom is two years older than Christopher Lee. <laughs> I do know that Christopher See. Lee and Ian Holm didn't fly to New Zealand for this one mm-hmm. because of, um, you know, they're quite they're old. They're hundreds of years old. hundreds of years old, so yeah. yeah, which is understandable. Are they in it, though? Yeah, they're in it. Have they done the you DA? Saw the first one. Not really. No. Well, no, I did, <laughs> No, you mean the first Hobbit? Yes. No, I didn't say it. Oh, really? Yeah, I'll get to it. You don't have to. Okay, I won't. Um, that's pretty much it. Love it, it. Is there any movies from the year that you would like to acknowledge as a really good movie? Oh, Hobbit, best or worst? Ah, oh, there's a dragon, right? Yep. Best movie ever. Agreed. Yeah. Any movies that you want to talk about, just briefly or whatever, or for a really long time, that you think are great? Just generally? Yeah. Blues <laughs> Brothers? It's a classic, isn't it? Blues Brothers 2000, yeah. No, no, no. Don't bring in a kid. Don't bring in a sassy kid. Don't he'll, do it. He'll break your slinky on Christmas. Oh, you're right. Ghostbusters, there's another one. Yep. I'm big on Dan Aykroyd films. Uh, then you must love Evolution with David Duchovny. No. You must love The Temple dogs. of Doom. The yes. film Must Love Dogs. Dan Aykroyd's in Temple of Doom. He's in at the start. Oh, he's too, you're right. Yeah. yeah. You must love Soul Man, the TV show with Dan Aykroyd, which also crossed over in Home with Home Improvement, set in the same universe. Wow. He rides a motorbike. Ooh. He's a cool reverend. Oh, I do remember that. Okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was pretty great. Cool. Any yeah. movies from this year, though, with or without Dan Aykroyd that you uh, loved? What are the odds that I've seen something that isn't on that list? Pretty great. I might have seen some sort of indie film. Sure. I can tell you some, and you tell me whether you've okay, them. Okay, go ahead. I really enjoyed uh, The Kings of Summer, which is an indie film, which is a really, really good movie. Didn't say it. You should say it. It's about kids who go live in the woods. Cool. It's really great. Uh, I've got here, this is the end I really enjoyed. Man of Steel I enjoyed. World Wars the I enjoyed. Um... Uh, we may have talked about these. So I don't, yeah. I need to re- <laughs> Why have you written them down? I don't know. Um, the Way Way Back is really oh, good. Yeah, Sam I've Rockwell. Heard, I've heard that's good. Yeah, really, Sam Rockwell's great and everything. Really good. Alan Partridge, Alpha pa- Papa. Uh-huh. Have you seen that? No, but it's on my iPad because of legitimate <laughs> reasons that I, I iTunes or something. That's a very, very funny movie. Oh, cool. And right. if you like the series. I thought it's a like very, that. very solid comedy. So Absolutely it is. Maybe I'll watch it tonight. I won't. <laughs> Uh, the Sessions, I really enjoyed. It's got, um, what's his name? He's Danny McBride's brother in um, He's Bound and Down, John something. Mm. It's really John Hawks? Maybe. Yeah. Um, it's about a guy, he's, he's mostly paralyzed, he's disabled, and it's about him going to a sex therapist. 
Oh, yes, yes, okay. Yep, it's I've really, seen, really yep. good. Oh, and Helen Hunt's in it as well. Really, really mm-hmm. good. Okay. Um, and I think my favourite movie, movie of the year, one of my favourite movies, it's called About Time. I've seen About Time. What did you think? Enjoyed it a lot. I really love that movie. Mm. I thought the lead guy was really, really good. It's yep. very moving. Great soundtrack. Bill Nye is amazing. Great ending. Time travels all over the place. Doesn't make any sense. But that's okay. What an amazing movie. I think the time travel mostly did make sense. Really? Yeah. Then why... Okay, let me tell you this. Uh-oh. If you go back at any point in time... Yep. You would also change everybody else's kids. Oh, good point. There you go. Magic, though. Oh, yeah. You got me. That's right. Yeah, no, that's a really solid film. If you haven't seen that film, get into it. Definitely. I'm talking to you, James. Ah, but I just told you I have. No, if you haven't seen it, <laughs> get into it, mate. Do, <laughs> yourse- do yourself a favour and see that film that you just recommended to me. <laughs> Stop wasting time. On this very important podcast. Mm. You got any movies that you'd... Um... No, nah, didn't do any prep for this one. Tell what we can do. I do a lot of prep normally. We can, <laughs> pa- we can pause the podcast, you can uh-huh. look at some stuff and come back. Okay, cool. Paused. Got any? I got one. Alright. Yeah. I hope just when we came back just then, that I put in a really cool transitional sound effect. <laughs> Maybe we'll just take that one. Yeah, that's, that'd be weird. Yeah. Ah, uh, The Heat. Did you oh, see The yeah, Heat? I did see The Heat. Yeah. yeah. Melissa McCarthy, great in that. Yeah. Sandra Bullock, great in that. She's having a re- renaissance would you say? Period? Yes. Both, yes. All of that. Yeah. She can do it all. She can. Comedies. Films set in space. Speed. Speed to cruise control. Never seen it. No, neither have I. But what did you like about that movie in particular? It is a delight. Yeah. It's, uh... No, it's really well written. And it's not... Her character... Is, the, the premise of that character is not... Hey, look at me, I'm fat. Isn't that no, funny? Yeah. Kind of thing. She, Which you know, is nice. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But solid film, a lot of good jokes. A lot of good jokes, I agree, yeah. yeah. Guest appearance by Tom Wilson. Tom Wilson? Biff from Back to the Future. Oh, he's the best! Yeah. Have you seen the, the song that he sings about Back to the Future? Yes. That's a really good song. I showed song. you that song. Oh, you probably did. Yeah. No, you didn't. I did. How dare you? Sorry, I apologise. <laughs> if anyone hasn't seen it, the song is called... The Question Song. The it's Question called, Song. Biff's Question Song. Biff's Question Song. Look it up. It's mm-hmm. He sings it all about Back to the Future and people asking him dumb questions about Back to the Future. Which we would do if we made him. Absolutely. Yeah. I would hound that guy for so long. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Until he beat you to death. Seems like a super nice guy. Mm-hmm. All right, well, that's it. I just uh, also, in that pause break, I also um, looked up that this will come out New Year's Eve. Uh-huh. So, Happy New Year's Eve, I guess. Happy New Year's, folks. Yeah. Smooth. What are you doing on New Year's? Ah, oh, going, going in the city. Nice. Going for drinks with some mates. Ooh, yeah. d- delightful. Mm. I'm going to watch all my idiot friends from school kill each other. <laughs> in some sort of Thunderdome? Pretty much. Wow. That's, that's mostly my New Year's. That's yeah. amazing. I, I, I love all my friends from school, but I love that nobody's changed at all. Yeah, <laughs> we, absolutely. We, we get together, everyone's got like proper jobs or whatever, but everybody gets together, it's just pegging broken glass and leaping from rooftops and... Kicking doors off hinges, and <laughs> one year guy put a canoe through a wall. Yeah, oh, that's right. Oh, there was that, that year that one of my friends climbed up on the roof, Barry, and another mm-hmm. guy tried to help him down, and Barry fell, and my friend caught him and dislocated his, his shoulder. shoulder. Yeah. And then, as he was waiting for the hospital, the ambulance, um, he's going to me, James, can you pop my shoulder back in? And I said, you know what, I'm not going to do that because. I'm just a humble karate instructor. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> and I don't want to do that. Mm. And then you got another guy to do it, and the guy grabbed his arm and pulled on it. It's the wrong thing to do. That's the <laughs> absolute polar opposite of the thing that you should yeah. do in that situation. Quick mate. shout out to my good friend Libra as well, who listened to this podcast. My only friend I think knows about it. So, and I, I want to say hey. 
to him. Great. Keep on trucking, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. People listening, if you would like to hit us up, you can at Weekly Planet Pod on at Gmail, Twitter, Facebook. Is that right? All of those things are correct. That's right. You can also find me at Mr. Sunday Movies on Twitter. And you can find me at Wikipedia Brown on Twitter. That's right. And I can you can find Mason at the, this exact address. No, don't tell him my actual address. No, but find us on those things and not where we live. No. Ah, that's about it. Merry Christmas. No, that happened already. Merry fuck you, Mason. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Let's go out on that. Let's go out on Hostile. <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year, guys. Thanks for listening. Oh, shout out to uh, Gabriel Bruton, the brute. Ah, oh, thanks yeah, every time. Yeah, yeah. But it's great. Yeah. I love it every time. Thanks, man. Absolutely. Happy New Year. Thanks for everyone for listening this year. We'll see you in the new year. Yes. Okay, bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.